What's going on, everyone? I'm Ty, a fitness and nutrition coach that helps busy professionals lose fat without having to do super restrictive diets or these extreme exercise programs. This podcast will give you tips, advice, and education for you to drastically improve your fitness, nutrition, mindset, and ultimately your life. All right, now it's time to get this thing rolling. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Fit on the Fly with Ty podcast. I'm happy to have you guys here. All right, and I'm also super excited to announce and introduce our guest today. All right, our special guest is a business owner and video content creator extraordinaire, Enrico Incarnati. Rico, stoked to have you on the podcast today, my man. Welcome, man, that welcome. man, thank you. I didn't know I was a video content extraordinaire, but thank you. <laughs> That's well, a, the- quite the intro. <laughs> well, I got to say from the tips I've already gained from you, man, from being in uh, your, your free Facebook group, uh, you're definitely an extraordinaire and I appreciate you. So happy to have Thank you, you here. bro. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you so much. For sure. For sure. My man. So, uh, so we go now for the listeners who, uh, who might not know who you are specifically, I want you to tell them a little bit about your business, um, you know, and about how you got started as a content creator. Man. Um, I mean, we, we, it's funny, like we talked about this, like before on the, but like, we were just, we were just kind of like chat beforehand. Um, so for those like that are just listening, like I never wanted to be a videographer and video creator, um, like whatever, whatever title you want to give me. Um, but like, I, I always wanted to be a pediatrician from the get and long story short, I realized I was doing it for my dad. And for anyone who's listening, like if you ever want to make a career change or a pivot in anything, and you realize you're doing it for someone else, that's when you know you need to make a change because I promise you what'll happen is you'll build resentment towards them because mm-hmm. you're trying to appease them instead of like appeasing yourself. And what happened was I started realizing, like I said, I was doing it for my dad. But during that time, um, I I saw a piece of content from Gary V that told me it, it told me everything I needed to know. And it was, mm-hmm. I'd rather you take the next two to three years and do what you want to do and have it be awkward with your parents, right? Versus the next 80 years of resentment doing what they want you to do. And that hit me so, so hard because it originally started as my dream and my goal, like wanting to be a pediatrician, right? Like I, I was taking all the classes to get to that point. And, um, I got my certified nurse assistant license when I was 17 in junior year. Um, and like take the whole honors AP chemistry, which by the way, anyone who takes chemistry, I hate chemistry. If you <laughs> like it amazing. I don't, I personally don't. And I realized in college, again, I was faced with chemistry, like freshman year, mm-hmm. um, I just wasn't in it. And I wasn't, I, I wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't exciting. I didn't like it at all. And I had to tell my father, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And mm-hmm. so I had to tell him like that. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, okay, cool. Now what? And I'm like, well, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. Right. And so went through a whole identity shift. Like I was just a mess. Like I didn't, I didn't know who I was. I just felt like I lost all sense of myself. I was anxious. I was super depressed, very low on myself. Um, and the reason I say this is because like, this is a pivotal moment in my life because um, at that point in my life, like that's when I attempted suicide because I didn't oh. know who I was going to be anymore. Right. I didn't know anything that I was going to do. I'm like, nothing I will do will appease my father and nothing I will ever figure out, quote unquote, will ever live up to what he wants. Right. Um, and so long story short, um, I found some, I found Christian Guzman during that time who mm-hmm. um, is a, a big pivotal person in my life because the gym at that point for me was something I connected with and Christian specifically was vlogging, right? 
college mm-hmm. wasn't for, for him either. And I'm like, I want to do this vlogging thing. I liked it. And so at the time I was making just like little Snapchat videos on my Instagram or on, on Snapchat of like little tips and tricks for, uh, you know, just anyone who wanted to like get into, get into fitness. Right. And yeah. so at the time, like my girlfriend was like, why don't you make uh, YouTube videos on this stuff? And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I made, I, I made a decision that weekend to go buy a camera from Best Buy and it was a GoPro. And that's how I first started making my content was on a GoPro. Yeah. And I saved up enough money um, while I was, you know, vlogging and working at my school's gym to buy a real camera, which is a Canon T5i. And I just, I vlogged and did everything until then. And so March, 2017, uh, there was a summer shredding challenge by Christian that he was holding. And for 90 days, it was like, you go through a whole transformation, right? And at the end of it, you, he had a, he held a meetup in Houston, Texas at his gym where you meet up with all the, everyone else who did it. And so I went through it and then I, you know, went to Houston. And at that time, um, obviously like I was getting more connected with people in the fitness industry and people who, um, like I followed and liked and everything. And there was a man by the name of Zach Rushlow, who is, mm-hmm. who was the, it's, who was the flexible dining lifestyle on Instagram. Um, and he and I met and exchanged pleasantries. He's like, Hey man, like shoot me DM, like, thanks for meeting up. Like, I'd love to send you a free recipe book. And I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. So he said it to me and like, we stay connected. And a week after I had to get hip surgery because I tore my hip labral. Um, and so a week after my surgery, Zach, Zach was looking for a videographer, um, to come with him to LA. And I'm like, Oh man, like, I'm like, I'd love this opportunity. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I jumped on it. I'm like, Hey man, I'd yeah. love this opportunity, but I need to, I need to let you know, like, I'm not a like professional. Like I just, I've only vlogged myself and he's like, okay, cool. Um, why, like, why should I choose you over the two other people that I have that are more professional? I'm like, because I work harder than both of them. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. He's like, can you find a flight to LA in the next two days? I'm like, yep. So booked a flight went out to LA with crutches and all, um, and filmed with him for the next five days when I was not supposed to be doing that whatsoever. Um, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. And that turned into working with him for the next year, which was super cool. And during that time, uh, I met Jordan Syatt at a pencils of promise event, um, which was in LA again, separate trip. And mm-hmm. this was key point because I knew him as Gary V's, Gary V's trainer, not as Jordan Syatt. And Um, so after my time working with Zach, I moved back to Chicago because I had lived in Austin, Texas, working with him, um, to do some freelancing and stuff on my own. And a few months later, Jordan was looking for a videographer and Jordan put on his story. Um, Hey, like looking for a videographer, yada, yada. So I responded same, same, same exact way. Um, and he's like, Hey man, there's someone before you, if it doesn't work out, I'll let you know, um, in, in 90 days. And it didn't work out at all because he called me December 1st. I was on the Stairmaster at lifetime. And he's like, Hey man, you want to move to New York city? And I literally, I saw the phone. It was at Jordan's site. Like, why is he calling me? Like the first thing he said, is like, Hey man, like you want to move to New York city? I'm like, yep. And he was like, dude, you could, you could take time to think about this. Like you don't have to jump on it. I'm like, Nope. (laughs) I'm like, there's no thinking. I'm like, let's do it. And he's like, okay, cool. So then uh, two weeks later, I went to New York city to hang with him for the weekend, just to kind of get a feel for each other. And then two weeks after that, I moved to New York city for the next two years to work with him, um, which was such a phenomenal experience. I met a lot of great people and arguably all the connections that I have. Um, and so after my time working with Jordan, he was at a different point in his life. Like he wasn't making as much content, didn't want to make as much content. Um, and so I moved on to start my own production company. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm at today now. And I get to work with a lot of freaking cool people. Um, and I've, and it, it, it's, it's just such a weird world because now I work with like other fitness coaches, but like on a higher mm-hmm. level, right? Like, like Jason Phillips right now, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I met him when I was working with Zach. 
right? And it's oh, like, okay, okay. And, and it's just, it's just such a small world because like I met Jason four years ago and I've known him for that long. And like, he reached out to me March last year, like, Hey man, I need help with my personal brand, like uh, with like video content and everything. Um, and so that's how we, we've been working together for since almost a year now, um, which has been super cool. And like, I get to work with like other coaches as well, who um, like from a strategy perspective as well. Um, and it's like, I, it, it's, it's fun for me. Right. And like, I have my, my group and everything. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so March I'm launching like a full self-guided course of just everything and anything on social content for, for coaches who are brand new to this, because for me, I'm like, I know this whole game and I've, I never want to step out of the fitness world because it's just fun for me. It's just, yeah. it, it's been cool to see, like, as my life has evolved, like I started as like a little videographer and now I like, I want to get to a point to where like, I have course I have, like, I do strategy for all other coaches and everything. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's super cool, but and roundabout way of saying that's where we're at today. Wow. (laughs) So yeah, no, I'm amazing journey, man. And actually, uh, so uh, what you alluded to earlier is actually, that's actually how I came to like find and get to know you was through, um, I actually didn't know until you actually just told us, uh, told me earlier that you worked with uh, Zach from the flexible dieting lifestyle as I knew him through a uh, past teammate uh, through basketball. But um, the way I was actually able to find you and stumble upon your stuff was from Jordan's side and from, uh, you know, getting into like his content and just seeing how well he was able to show up in social media and always intrigued me, like how, how good his stuff looked. Obviously his, his message was always conveyed really well. And this was before I even knew about video content creators and knowing that there's more than just a one man, you know, there's one man who's leading the video and obviously it's the trainer or whoever it is, the client you're working with, but there's many other people behind the scenes that help to make that product happen. So um, yeah, that's how I came to find your, uh, your content in general and stumble upon your page. And now uh, like Rico alluded to in his uh, Facebook group, he has a free Facebook group guys for anyone who's just looking to really get into, uh, you know, creating content or really just starting out um, me uh, specifically, as you know, if you've listened to any of the earlier episodes, just started my personal training nutrition coaching business online uh, back in May. So still relatively new in that first year of business and having some of these key core concepts and ways to approach your content and uh, a plan of attack, right? Because we're all just trying to figure this out. Um, Rico is a man to go to in terms of his uh, stuff. So that's so why he's here with us today, guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, Rico, like, like I said and alluded to earlier, I mean, like, you are a master at content creation, right? Whether you want to believe it or not, whether it comes to, you know, virility, TikTok, video content. So um, in your own words, like, what would you say is like your biggest social media tips for online personal trainers uh, or coaches, right? Uh, looking to grow their business on these platforms. Yeah, man. So my, my number one tip for most coaches, especially mm-hmm. like personal trainers and anyone that wants to make content is number one, stop making content for other coaches, right? Mm. Because most coaches, they like making content to appease other coaches or to sound smart in front of them, right? Yeah. Like they, they talk about all this high level terminology that <laughs> other coaches would understand, but their ideal client a doesn't understand and B doesn't give a mm-hmm. shit about because it's mm-hmm. like, they're not paying you for that. Right. You're making complex things to them, even more complex to where it's like, they don't even want to take action on it. And your mm-hmm. job as a coach is to take these complex co- topics, make it super simple for them that they can take action on. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like most coaches, when they make content, they don't understand how to take those, co- like the complexity to make it simple. I always say this, like, you should be able to make your content so simple that a six-year-old can understand it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you can't do that, then you can't make content effectively. Right. And so if that's the number one thing that you're struggling with a understand, like, who are you making this for? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. is there a certain coach that like you want to appease? Like, do you want to appease Jordan Syatt? Do you want to appease Jason Phillips? Like, do you want to appease these people that like you look at to where it's like, well, I want them to validate my content when in reality, 
they're not even looking at it. They don't care, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, honestly, but what you need to speak to is Kim, who has three kids and who mm-hmm. only has 30 minutes a, a day to work out, but yet you're talking to her about like all this nutrient timing and why carbs are better post work. Like she doesn't care about that, right? She yeah. wants what she wants as a result is to be able to walk with her kids in 10 years from now because mm-hmm. her trajectory right now, as it currently is, like she's she going to be in a wheelchair. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, you got to get her to that point, but yet you want to talk all complexity to appease other coaches. So that's number one. Um, number two is consistency. Now I'm going to say this in a way that is a little spinoff. Um, it's consistency with yes, posting, but also consistency with your messaging, right? Mm-hmm. Most coaches, they think, well, if I say this over and over again, I'm just being repetitive. No, you're not. You're being consistent with your message, right? When most coaches are like, well, I'm just talking about being in a calorie deficit all the time or what calorie cycling is or uh, intermittent fat, like wh- whatever it is that you want to talk about. It's just like most coaches are like, well, I'm just being repetitive with it and, and no one's going to want to listen. No, you're being consistent with it right? That's mm-hmm. why people come to you is because you put, you consistently say the exact same thing, right? Yeah. It took, it took me 70 times to listen to Gary V's message to be like, Oh, that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee yeah. <laughs> you, Kim, that mother of three, it might take her 27 posts of you making the exact same thing, but you just dress it up differently for her to be like, Oh, got it. That's what a calorie deficit is. Right. Mm. But it's like, it takes that level of consistency of messaging and also posting for her to actually get it. Right. But it's like, most coaches are like, well, I make one post and it's like, they're not understanding it. Fuck this. I don't want to do it anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, hang Mm -hmm. on. Like, that's not fair. Like you have to be consistent with your message. Like it didn't like this. I always say this too. It's like, I I'm pretty certain that when you made your, when, when you first start, got into, into tracking your calories, you didn't get it right. The first time you probably had to do it hundreds and thousands of times. Right. And it's like the exact same thing with, with your clients. And if you want them to listen to your message of stuff, like you have to tell it over and over again for them to understand it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then number three, I would say the biggest thing is just getting in reps, right? Like Mm -hmm. getting in your repetition is because again, most people, in general, coaches, whatever trainers, like they don't put in enough repetitions to actually see the fruit of their labor. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like most coaches, like it didn't, it, it probably took you a thousand something reps to be able to perfect your bench press. Right. It probably took you a thousand something reps to be able to have a really good deadlift, mm-hmm. but you had to put those in same thing with your content. Like if you make a video and you're like, Oh, well, I don't understand how to, how, why it's not doing well. Like this sucks and everything. It's like, hang on, you have no right to be frustrated because you got in one repetition, mm-hmm. like come back to me when you've done 2000 reps, meaning when you've done 2000 different videos. Right. But like, again, you have to do it. You have to go to that level of trial and error. You have to go through putting in the repetitions and yeah, you may have a good, like it's the exact, exact same analogy. That's why I love the fitness space. I love working with coaches in the sense, because I can speak their language, the exact same things they tell their clients about, like not getting frustrated with everything with, um, with, with the weigh-ins because right. Like mm-hmm. the scale might go up one day and as a client, you might be like, well, everything's going to shit. Like the whole, the whole plan's not working. And it's like, hang on, well, it's going to probably go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I want you to remind you, it's like, when it does go down, don't get too high on it because guess what? The scale is going to probably go up again. Right. Mm-hmm. So then what I say to coaches like, Hey, the exact same things you tell your clients, right. When content doesn't go well, I don't want you to quit because mm-hmm. I know you're going to look at that as like, well, this is a failure. This is, it's like, no, no, there's no pass or fail. It's all a test. Same thing with your content. If a video does super well and it's going, it's going viral, quote unquote, like, Cool. I don't care. I don't want to, I don't want you to ever get too high on it because I guarantee you the next video, it might not do as well. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, the only way you can, you can give up and that you, you fail and everything is if you quit altogether. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's my number. Those are my tips. Number one, don't make content for other coaches mm-hmm. because like, again, like you're not, they're, they're the ones, they're the ones not paying you. Right. And it's like, just understand that, like 
stop making content for other coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm completely blanking on what I said for number two. Um, I know number one was consumability. Uh, number two was, yeah, I don't know, man. I was so I'm invested completely blanking in what you were listening yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was, I, was like, I was completely blanking on it. I know number said, like, get in the reps. Um, yep. God, I, I'm, I'm completely blanking on what number two was. Um, but yeah, like, those are, those are like my, my best things for people like that mm-hmm. want to get in their own, that are getting in their own way of stuff. It's just like, honestly, follow those three key principles right now and like you're, you're golden. Yeah, no, for sure. I think like, and I 100% agree. I, I, as someone who, again, is just more recently getting into the online fitness space, it was, I had to check myself in terms of like the same premises, like the same notions of like, um, you know, thinking that I had to put on all these like more in depth words, like you said, like talk about energy systems and all like the scientific words behind it. It's like, your client, yeah, like other trainers may notice and be like, wow, like, I really like how he used this vernacular here. Like, But like, if I was, the way I think about it was I explained this to my mother, right? Like my mother was someone who was uh, super heavily overweight, had went through gastric bypass surgery and, uh, you know, went about it the way I would not have liked her to. But that being said, like someone who has zero nutrition knowledge, right? And make it consumable to that person so they can understand, consume, apply your knowledge and then reap the results and the rewards from it. Um, So I 100% agree with you, like on that sense and notice that was something I did like check by myself. And I think it's a great tip to give to new coaches who are just, getting involved in the fitness space and really looking to like kind of make headway in doing so. Um, hundred percent. Um, so like we alluded to before, right. We said, uh, we know that like you worked for uh, Jordan for side fitness. Um, so like, what was the typical day, like making content, like working for him and then like, so comparable to like them, like what is a typical day, uh, look like for you now, right. Considering like you're doing more so of like your own brain, your own business and such. And like, in terms of like comparison to what you're doing. Um, you also work with Jason Phillips too, which is awesome. So yeah. kind of like, how does that compare with uh, different people you worked with in the past? Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's, it's funny. Most people think like uh, working with Jordan, it's like, I mean, literally like I, I did everything. I filmed, edited, like I was all of it, like all the videos mm-hmm. and everything. That was me. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and most people are like, no, like I did all the YouTube, did all the Instagram, all the TikTok, like all of it, <laughs> just me. No one, no one helped me with it. None of it. That's crazy. Um, and so like it, it was cool. Um, like, I don't know if you ever saw like the Big Mac video we did, but like, that was like yep. one of our best videos we did, which was cool. It was like 50 plus minutes long. Um, which fun fact, the Big Mac video took me 12 hours, start to finish to edit fully. Um, and, and wow. that was nonstop. And so like, that was, we, we had literally just filmed the last segment for that video. Uh, then the night before the day before it was set to release, um, mm-hmm. we had, we had finished filming it on that Sunday morning and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to put it all together Sunday morning to Sunday or to Monday morning, like 1am. And mm-hmm. I did. And so I like edited for 12 hours straight on that and like went home and into my Chinatown apartment in New York and then came back at 5am. Um, on, uh, no, it was, it was that Sunday I was supposed to release. So sorry, Saturday I edited it. Um, mm-hmm. and so Sunday, um, I came back to Jordan's apartment at like 5am to like get it all ready to edit, to like get it posted and everything, make an Instagram clip, a hype reel. Um, and then we published it at 7am. Um, but like, even just that was like exhilarating. Um, and it was funny. Cause after that, I was like the next two days, I'm like, I'm, I'm fried. Um, but <laughs> like, uh, it, it's, it's funny. Cause it's like a, a typical day. Um, there isn't one typical day. It, it, there isn't right. like one specific, yeah. right. It's like, there were days where like Jordan, if he like wanted to film that day, like then we did, if like, he was like, man, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, cool. Like I didn't, it wasn't, I didn't take it personally, you know? Um, but like I had stuff to work on, whether it was like cutting podcast clips that we had, um, organizing footage, like 
uploading footage somewhere because like mind you footage takes so much space um yeah. and it's like i had to just upload it to google drive or um save it on other hard drives go through podcasts that we had go through any youtube videos that we had cut clips for that um and so like that took up a majority of my day as well to where like he had content to post at least um but then also the other times it's like okay well what are we strategizing for youtube stuff um are we making content or like are we strategizing for titles seo um and then obviously he had his inner circle stuff so like making videos from that right like those are once a month um so to, to say like every day was the same is unfair mm-hmm. because it was different right like some days mm-hmm. we'd film more than one piece of content more than one youtube video right um some days we'd film just dedicated like funny skits um mm-hmm. some days we'd plan out skits some days we'd plan out like podcasts you'd want to do um or some days like you just record all podcasts you had like four in a row and like we just film all of it and then it's like the next three days four days i'm like cutting clips from them right mm-hmm. so it's like there wasn't one specific day there wasn't one particular day you know um, so to say, like I said, that every day was the same, it's, it's unfair, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but, it, but it's cool. Cause it's like, there were days where like, he'd go train with Gary and like, I'd come with and film that. Um, yeah. and like even meeting Gary V was pretty cool and like getting to, you know, see him in person and like how he acts and everything is, is super cool. Uh, but like, that was a different day, right? Like, like that was like on a Sunday morning or something. Um, and it's like, all we would do is just go train him. Right. And that's it. Um, so yeah, like that, you know, there really wasn't like a set specific day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and even to say now, like to, to answer your question, like, um, kind of the same, like, I don't like, sometimes I'll yeah. go, like, I, like I have a trip planned, um, in two weeks from now, like I literally just got back from Vegas and LA with Jason. Um, but like in two weeks from now, I'm going to Vegas with him again. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. So everything that we have filmed, um, like that is my job now to understand, okay, cool. Like we got to get this ready for the week. So then that way, like we have it, um, whether it's YouTube stuff or like even just little podcasts he was on or live trainings that he did. And so mm-hmm. for me, it's like, okay, cutting those clips, um, being able to give to him to post, um, whether he posts or not, but I'm just like, you have it at least, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, also like strategizing as well for, um, like other coaches as well that I work with, um, whether it's like building out their content, um, and then slowly working on my course that I'm working on, um, content for myself too, which I have to find time for. Um, and then time to get my face, like, like do live trainings in my Facebook group as well too. So like, there's not, not one set, like there, there isn't like a set day, but it's, it's funny. Cause like I thrive in routine i thrive in having structure Um, and that's something that like i am very very thankful for right now like having my girlfriend because like she is very organized and very structured and like i need that in my life because i've gotten to where i am being disorganized and i'm like huh i can only imagine where i could be if i'm like more organized with shit right (laughs) um so it's like you know but again like i i've always said this like i like having structure but i always like being able to be flexible if i need to you know Mm -hmm. and so you know that's something that like i'm you know I'm grateful for. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I think that one, 1000%, like definitely uh, resonates like with me, myself in terms of like feeling like hyper, like super unorganized. I'm more, more so than someone who is like the idea person can like go and do it great. But like, I, you're, the, you're the visionary. Exactly. You're the visionary. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But like human design, I'm, I'm a projector and a, and a visionary. Yep. So um, that being said, yeah, I'm super thankful to again, like for my girlfriend as well. She does the same thing for me. And it's that constant, that consistent and that organization that helps my business to thrive better, too. Um, yep. The reason the reason I so the reason I actually like I asked that question and wanted to know that question is because what I wanted like my listeners to hear as someone who, um, you know, who has been in like the fitness world and, and the fitness space in this industry um, in the virtual world. Right. For like uh, how many years now would you say you've been involved? Man, uh, what are we going like four years, four or five years now? Yeah. 
four or five years now, right? So <laughs> getting old, man. So, um, but no, with that being said, I said, I, what I wanted people to, uh, to realize, and I'm glad you actually said it is, is to realize that if there's any type of success that like we really want to reach and we wanted to get to and to become a more well-known uh, name in this industry or in, in any industry in general, but again, for this, uh, for our example right here, talking like a side fitness or, you know, Jason Phillips, right? If you want to get to like that level, it takes a huge commitment to the grind, to the hustle, but getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and realizing in any type of change, whether it's uh, you're trying to, you know, make your name, make a name or for yourself in the fitness industry, or if you're trying to start your weight loss journey, right? Of losing that 50 pounds, like it's going to be highly uncomfortable it's not going to feel how it did before you're doing something completely different but it just takes that consistency that application and being willing and open and honest to fail over time and time again in order to reach that level which we're looking to well, get to well dude i i always say that to people i'm like you have yeah. to be comfortable with that like you have yep. to and it's like um i i was actually on a podcast with a man by the name of justin bogle who actually he mm -hmm. owns a bunch of gyms and stuff um and that was he actually lives in dallas here and so i got to do an in-person podcast that was super fun oh, um, awesome. but like one, one thing that like i i i didn't really like realize until he said it was he's like man like you you're like really like like that takes a lot of courage to just say yes like going to move to austin going to move to new york because yeah. like, most people they don't and i'm like huh like i didn't really think of it about it like that i'm just like i've always just been okay with like uncomfortable things of like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to do it. Right. And I think ultimately, and this is a big message I like to talk about is like, it started with me saying yes to myself of like, I'm not doing this anymore, this pediatrician route. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. that was a decision where I'm like, it was really uncomfortable. And like, that was one of the hardest things for me to conceptualize, but like I did it. Right. And mm -hmm. it's like, huh, what else can I do? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like the more and more, when you say yes to yourself, no matter how uncomfortable it is, it's just like, it doesn't seem as uncomfortable. That's why I say now it's like, if someone asked me to like, literally Rico, like cut your lease, move to Dubai, like, like I'll, I'll pay you fucking eight figures for it. I'm like, yep, done. Right. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> right. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's gotta be the eight figures. No, but like, <laughs> um, but like, it's, it's just for me, I'm just like, it doesn't, that doesn't scare me. Like, that's not something that like I would shy away from anymore. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. that's a whole new country, but I'm like, I'll figure it out. Right. Because for me, it's like, I've always figured it out. I've always like, no matter what, how scary, no matter how intimidating it's like, I'll be okay. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I know how worse it could have been. Like I like, right. Like I could have been in a position where like, I can't even have these decisions and I'm grateful that I do. And it's mm -hmm. like, Hmm, I'll be okay. I'll figure it out. You know? Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. And like coming from, um, you know, the city, the town where I came from growing up, single mothers, just trying to figure out life and stuff, man. I, I'm definitely in the same alignment of just like, you know, being the person that like, if you say yes to yourself, you're instilling that yep. belief in yourself before you're looking for validation from anyone else to do that for you. So I'm right there with me. I 100% yeah, agree. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, I'm sure that like, you know, while like working with uh, Jordan and, you know, continuing to work like with uh, Jason Phillips, uh, Guzman, everyone that's involved in like in this industry and the other people that you work with as well. Uh, I'm sure you've been able to like absorb like some knowledge, uh, whether it be, you know, fitness, nutrition, uh, business life, pretty much everything like with the people you've been around that have, you know, plenty of years of experience in this game. Um, I would say what, what are, uh, what were, what are, uh, some of the biggest takeaways that you got from your time, like working with these people, like I'm sure uh, I always go and I live and abide by the saying that like success leaves clues. You know, I'm 29 and just started a business. You are, uh, what did you say, 26, been running a business for, for quite a while. But I know the age old saying of success leaves clues and I'm always open and willing to learn from everyone. And I'm sure yeah. you are too. So with that being said, like, what are some things that you think you've been able to obtain? Biggest takeaways? Man, um, 
it's it's actually funny um tonight like because because my girlfriend and her sister like they have their own coaching business as well and like i'm actually going to speak about like intermittent fasting tonight which is something that i struggled with in my life um and so the reason i say that is because jordan helped me a lot with breaking through that like i had a really really bad like relationship with nutrition and specifically with like intermittent fasting because i would abuse it and so that's exactly like what i'm talking about tonight um but like like I remember vividly, we were in Maine for a trip and, um, he, like, I I was just, I was working on it, like with, with him and fasting of like, just even talking with him. And he challenged me that that morning. He's like, why don't you eat breakfast this morning? I'm like, I can't do that. Like I was, I was honest. I'm like, I'm like, man, I can't, I can't do it. Like I have a lot of anxiety right now. Like you telling me to eat breakfast this early in the morning. I can't. And the reason I say that to anyone that's listening, it's like, why can't you eat freaking breakfast? Well, because most people who intermittent fast, they like to fast in the morning and eat later Mm -hmm. at night when no one's watching. Right. Because in the morning, like you don't want to be eating and look like you have a little food belly and look like you're a little puffed out. Right. And that Mm -hmm. was me. I was self-conscious about that. And so Mm -hmm. I'd rather have a puffed out belly, right. A full belly when no one's around me. Right. Mm-hmm. So no one can okay. see that. And thus yeah. my image doesn't look skewed to them. Right. And so that was a big hurdle for me and I did it. Right. But I, I had to like, keep telling them like, man, like I'm, I'm really anxious to do this. Like it's early in the morning. I normally don't eat until like 11 or 12 and it was like eight in the morning. Um, and I'm like, I'll do it. And so I did it. Like I had more protein based foods. Um, but like, I didn't feel as like super bloated during the rest of the day. Um, but I'm like, okay, this is, it's scary. I'm like, I'll work on this. Right. And so my whole big thing with that was like, I I'm going to work up to like not being as scared of breakfast. And like, mm, if that means, okay. okay, instead of, instead of 11, I'm going to try 10 30 and said, mm-hmm. okay, I'll try 10 30. Then let's try 10 o'clock. Let's try nine 30. Let's try nine o'clock. Right. Like all these little things that I'm like, okay, I'm like, I want to get more, like, again, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable as shit. And especially yeah. with like nutrition, especially with like me looking a certain way, like I, I, I didn't know what that was going to bring, but I'm like, I'll do it. Right. And so that was a big thing for me. was like working on relationship with food and working on relationship with like nutrition and everything. Um, mm-hmm. just from that perspective, because like that affected me, you know, a lot. Um, and even like, even fitness is just cool. Cause Jordan, I know he like he does jujitsu and, um, even just learning how he trained for jujitsu, watching other jujitsu people. Like we got to train at Hensel Gracie in New York city, which is like arguably the best yeah. gym in New York. Um, and so just seeing that was cool. Um, seeing how Jordan like programs is super, super interesting. Um, mm. even seeing how Jason programs, like we, when we go, like when we travel and stuff, we work out together, but I'm always asking, I'm always inquisitive. Like I, I encourage everyone to always question things in terms yes. of like, like, like with Jason, I'm like, why are we doing this movement? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, well, because it's, it's good compliment to this one. And it's going to set us up for this. I'm like, okay, got it. Right. But I'm always like, I'm always like, why, why are we doing this? Like, what's the purpose of this? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just cool. Like, so I would say Jordan, like the biggest thing, um, that helped me was like with even just like fitness and nutrition, um, of like understanding, like why eating breakfast, like that was, a, that was a huge pivotal moment for me with that stuff. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and he, even just life, right. Like you said, it's like success leave clues. Like he says that as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I'll have to think about it. Like, there's no one, one way of like speaking on something that like I can think about, um, with each person, but like Jason, I would say business for sure, because it's just been cool to see like behind the scenes of how he operates and, um, how he works with the people. So, um, mm-hmm. I always, t- I always take like little, little tidbits and little pieces from other people, but I'm always a type that like, I'm always observant. I'm always, yes. I take in a lot. I'm big on behavior. That's why I'm big on mental health. I'm big on like psychology and just observing people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I'm exactly uh, the same way. And that resonates with me so much of the, like you said, just 
always being inquisitive. And I, I think that comes from whether you're like you're running your own business or not, like whether you're working in a corporation and work saying you're still in school, whatever it is, I think always operating th- from that place of knowing that you don't know everything because uh, like lo- logistically as humans, there's no way that one person can actually do that. Um, and I think it's, uh, to be honest, man, especially like uh, being a man, like in no matter what space it is. And like, I love ladies. I think women are the most uh, the smartest beings on this earth. And that's why I got a great one with me. But uh, I say that to say, I feel like so many times as men, we get like this ego, right? That like, we know everything, right? Like, uh, even if we did something at, at a very high level, we, we get this feeling of, like we have everything, you know, learn it's in the back pocket, and we can't gain anything. We And we approach every conversation or every interaction we have with someone else in that nature. And me personally, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. And I try to be, you know, someone, even if it was something about basketball, right? Like I played professional basketball overseas, but that still doesn't mean I know everything about the game. You know, it comes to the same premise of relating it back to like, you know, fitness, business, whatever it is, being open and being honest and being able to soak up the information from every single interaction you have with another human being every single day. I look for that premise, right? Like being as tall as I am at seven foot, I have random strangers that talk to me all the day because uh, they're kind of just, you know, I guess shell shocked because of the size of me. But I use those interactions to, you know, try to brighten up someone else's day to leave them with some knowledge, have them feeling positive. But on the same note, I'm open from an auditory person. I want to hear what they have to say. Right. We have one mouth, two ears. Utilize those and you will get farther ahead and whatever it is you're looking to do, especially if it's fitness or business or whatever may have you. Amen. And, and I love that where it's just like I always say, like, there's there's always something to learn from someone. But also always. with this, too, it's like not even just that. It's like, you never know who that person knows. You never yeah. know who, who the person you meet, who they know. And it's like, you never know if like just being a kind human being, like where that could lead you to, right? It's like, maybe the person that they know is the exact person that you need to like take that next step in your life or your career mm-hmm. or put you wherever, like you never know, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's always like, again, it just starts with being a kind human being, listening to people because again, yeah. at the end of the day, like people just want to be heard. Yep. Like people just want to be heard and validated like that. And it's like, start with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but to go to your point too, it's like, I agree man. It's like, uh, for me, I always, I always want to make it seem like I don't know anything. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I always have something to learn. It's like, even though I do, I, I do know quite a bit about certain topics. I'm always open of like, okay, cool. Like what can I learn though? Because mm-hmm. I never want to be close-minded in a sense of like, well, I can't gain anything from you. Like, and just, and just kind of shut you off. It's like, no, shut I'm, I'm off, open man. to, com- I'm open to conversation. I'm open to hearing things. And it's like, okay, well, what can I learn? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I think it's having more empathy and having, you know, open yeah. ears <laughs> to be able to soak that in. I agree. Man. Um, yeah, man. So for, <laughs> All the uh, nutrition coaches and personal trainers that we have listening today, all right, today's podcast, um, I want to know, and I'm sure they want to know, uh, where do we feel that uh, we can find and learn more about you, join your community, work with you, give it yeah, all man. to me, give me information. Yeah, man. Um, so you can connect me on TikTok. It's just Rico Incarnati, Instagram, mm-hmm. Rico.Incarnati. Um, come join the Facebook group that you alluded to in the beginning. It's, it's called Video Content Made Simple. And the w- mm-hmm. reason I made it that name is because most people, they look at video content. The whole video world is this really complex thing. Again, mm-hmm. going back to that simplicity of like, I want to make it so simple for you to where you can succeed. You can build your audience. You can grow your groups. You can grow what, like whatever it is that you want. And whatever little tactics I can give you and little mindset tricks that I can give you, I want to give you that right um mm-hmm. so that's the group on facebook um but otherwise like any, anywhere else like that's that's it those are like my three platforms like i'd want you to be on um but again like if you listen to this episode like send me a message say hey i listen to listen to you on this episode and say what's up there you go all right cool well we appreciate it man i appreciate you wholeheartedly 
And uh, guys, that's all we have for today. We'll see you next time at Fit on the Fly. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to grab my free ultimate nutrition guide for fat loss, as well as my meal planning guide and grocery list, please make sure you click the link in the show notes. I also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star rating and review. It is much appreciated. And last but not least, as always, stay nourished, fam.